guys, this is Rocky, and you're listening to the God Loves Miami podcast. I want to welcome you to today's episode, and I also want to encourage you to follow us on social media at God Loves Miami on Instagram and Facebook so that you can find out all that we are about and what God is calling us to do in our city. And now here's Pastor Mark. Hey guys, what's up? This is Mark, and thank you so much for tuning into the God Loves Miami YouTube and podcast. I have an amazing message prepared for you today. Have you ever felt like God's blessings just like kind of stopped in your life or maybe thought to yourself, God, where are you? It reminds me of a couple of Christmases ago when my kids got a bunch of toys for Christmas. And I mean, there was so much toys that we had like nowhere to put the new stuff. And so what I did was I got a box and I said, hey guys, how about we get some of the toys that you had before Christmas and we put them in this box and we give it to some kids that don't have toys. And they're like, oh yeah, puppy, great. And so I put the box in the room and I, I go and, I, and I'm opening my gifts and I, I'm looking at what I got for Christmas. And about 30 minutes go by and Caleb, my oldest son, comes and says, Poppy, we're finished. And I go into the room and I look at this box and it's completely jam-packed with stuff. And as I start going through the box, I notice that most of the toys are broken you know, some of the battery toys have like, you know, when the batteries get corroded inside of the toy. And, and then I noticed that the other majority of the toys are like toys from like McDonald's that they got in their Happy Meal. And, I, and I'm like, guys, this, this isn't nice. Like, 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 why are you doing this? You're giving away all the things that are broken. All the things that you don't care about are your scraps. And I said, how would you feel if... I gave you broken toys and dirty toys and, and toys that no one wanted. And, and my boy looked at me, my, my, my middle son, Joshi, who's like the big mouth of the family, is like, Papa, you would never do that because you love us. You see, how many times do, do we do that? Like when we give something away, it's that thing we don't want anymore, that thing we don't care about, or we're cleaning out our closet and we're only giving away the shirts that have holes or things that are faded and, and things that are broken. And not only do we do that when it comes to giving stuff to people, we do that when it comes to God. We only give them the things that we don't want. Or maybe the spare time that we have or the broken things, the things that we don't care about. You see, the same way that, that we give people our rejects and our, our scraps, we, we give God our scraps. You see, we need to stop giving God our leftovers. That's why we wonder, God, where are you? Where are your blessings? And could it be that God's not blessing us because we're not giving him our best? We're not giving him the things that we really care about. We're telling God, I, I don't really have time or or, or we're like, you know, next month when I have a little more time, I'm going to serve you or I'm going to go to church. I'm going to be more involved. I, I, I don't go to church and I don't, I'm not involved in, in doing things in ministry and doing things for God because I'm just so busy. And the little time that I have, I just want to dedicate it to myself and I want to worship myself. I want to worship my things and do the things that make me happy. You know that it is a privilege to serve God. Not, not help at church and not help someone, but it is a privilege to serve God. You know that before Jesus came and, and died for us and, and gave his life for us, there was only one type of people 
that can actually serve in God's house. And if you were not a descendant of Levi, you could not serve in God's house. You see, God wants to bless us. The Lord wants to shower us with his blessings. But many times it doesn't happen because we don't obey him. We don't give him our best. We give him our leftovers if we give him anything. See, I have this deal with my kids. If, if they behave, if they do good in school, if they do their chores, if they obey their mom and respect their mom and help their mom, then, then we're going to bless them with good things, with extra things, with, with trips to their favorite ice cream shop. And you see, and, and my wife and I, we love to give our kids good things, but, but the only way that they can get these extra good special blessings is if they obey us, if they do what we say. And that doesn't make me cruel. The reason that we have these, these expectations of our kids is because we want them to grow up, to be productive adults, to, to not be losers. I mean, to put it simply, we, we don't want our kids to be losers. Do you guys want to raise losers? Do you guys want to raise kids that feel entitled that, that oh, I, I need to get this because I am your child. I, I need this extra thing because of who I am or is it because I've earned it, because I've worked for it? And yeah, my kids are 7, 10, and 11 and they're just kids. But you know what? We have these expectations of them because we want them to grow up and be good people. Be people that society looks up to and says, man, they're such hard workers. You see, that's a, that's a problem today in our society. Most adults and young adults don't know what it's like to work for a pair of nice shoes or don't know what it's like to earn a car because everything's just given to them and given to them and given to them. And now they go into the workforce and they have this attitude of entitlement. See, God wants to bless us. God wants to bless you. But we need to obey God. Luke eleven thirteen says this, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give? God loves you and me more than I can never love my kids. And I love my kids so much. You're probably thinking, but Mark, yeah, you know, but God doesn't love me. You have no idea what I'm going through. And you're probably right. I have no idea what you're going through. And I'm sorry, if you're going through a difficult time right now in your life, you're probably thinking, God never blesses me. Or maybe today you're probably thinking, there was a time in my life when I knew God. There was a time in my life when I saw his blessings and I saw his favor on my life. But lately I feel like instead of being blessed, I'm cursed. Where is God? I no longer see him in my life. And here's a problem. The reason that we don't see the blessings of God in our life is because we're giving God our scraps. I mean, think about it. What kind of time are you offering God? What, time, what kind of time are you spending with God? When it, when it comes to going to church, when it comes to serving Him, is it only when it's convenient? Is it only when it fits into your agenda? It's like, yeah, I, I'm going to do this, but, but man, I had these plans or I had these things that I wanted to do. There's no way that I can serve God today. There's no way that I can do this thing for God. When it comes to our tithes and our offering, we're only giving God our scraps when we give and yet we still want to enjoy all the benefits and blessings of God. We still want to feel Him, His presence in our life. And, and how can we do that when we're not spending time? Imagine. Imagine if I never talked to my wife. Imagine if I never texted her. Imagine if I never took her out on dates. Imagine if I never told her how much I loved her and wrote her a note and gave her an anniversary card and bought her a gift. Imagine if I never came home. And yet, 
I want to enjoy all the benefits of a good relationship. It is impossible. And yes, God loves you, but there's no way that you can know God if you're not spending time with God, if you're not investing in your relationship with God. Same way that you're probably thinking I'd be crazy if I wanted to have a good relationship with my wife and never come home and never call her, never text her, never spend time with her. Never sit in the dining room table and share a meal with her and my family. My life would be a complete disaster. Malachi 2 says this. If you do not listen, if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse on you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them because you have not resolved to honor me. You see, the reason that the blessings have stopped is because we have resolved Not to honor God. And man, that's a tough verse to read. But here's something. There is hope. Because if we look at the beginning of this verse, it says that if you do not listen to me, this will happen. And so if you and I want to be blessed by God, all we got to do is listen. We need to resolve to honor him. There is hope for you and for me. And God is ready to bless you right now in this very moment. God is ready to shower you with his blessings. He's ready to turn your sadness into joy. He's ready to heal you of your pain. He's ready to take you out of that depression that you may find yourself in today. And so your question may be, Pastor Mark, but but how do I do that? How do I find that hope in my life? How will God's blessings return to my life? The first thing that you need to do is you need to humble yourself. Second Chronicles 7 says this, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and heal their land. God is saying, if you will humble yourselves. Why is that so important? Why is God saying if we will humble ourselves? Because the source of all of our problems is pride. Yeah, I'll say that again. The source of all of our problems is pride. The source, the root, the bottom line of the situation that we are in right now, that you may find yourself in right now, is pride. The reason that you don't fix that relationship The reason that you don't invest in that person, the reason that you don't call them right now in this very moment and resolve the issue is because of pride. And when we are proud, what we're really saying is that, you know what, I think I know what's better for my life. I think I know better than God what I should do. See, it's pride that causes us to be disconnected from God at a personal level. James chapter 4 says this, God opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble. God opposes the proud. So if we're being proud in this very moment, it says that God is our opponent. He is against pride. So it would be very easy. If I humble myself, then I I gain the favor of God in my life. God wants to bless you, but we need to humble ourselves. The second thing we need to do is we need to turn from our sins. The Bible calls that repent. In Acts chapter 3, it says, repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out so that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. We must repent with sincerity if we want healing in our lives, if we want our families to be blessed, if we want our homes to be blessed, if we want our hearts to be mended, if we want to have a renewed life, we must repent with sincerity. And what does repent mean? See, there's this big misunderstanding with this word repent. This word repent actually comes from the Greek, and here's what it means. It means 
a changing of the way that we think. It means to renew our mind. We need to change the way that we think. We need to change the way that we think about God, the way that we need to think about the matters in life, the things that really matter in life, our values. Man, we need to really rethink what are the things that we value in life? How do we treat other people? How do, how do we uh, think about our present and our past and our future? We need to change the way we think about money and life. We need to change the way we think about our enemies. That's a tough one. We need to change the way that we think even about our loved ones. That's what repentance is. We need to humble ourselves. We need to repent. And lastly, we need to put God first in our life. You want to see God bless your family. You want to see God bless your business. You want to see the favor of God in every aspect of your life, in your finances, in your children. Put Him first. And how do I do that? Real simple. Pray. Every morning when you wake up, at any moment of your life, when you when you feel like you just need to be recharged. You know those moments that you say, I'm going to go get a little bit of coffee Because I'm feeling kind of down. I'm feeling tired. I need to pump myself up. Those are the moments in our life when we just need to say, you know what? What I really need to do is just spend some time with God and say, God, help me. I'm tired. Help me. I'm stressed out. Help me. I need you in my life. Ephesians chapter 6 says, pray in the spirit at all times with all kinds of prayer, asking for all that you need to do this You must always be ready and never give up. Always pray for all of God's people. The second thing you need to do is seek God. Do you remember playing hide and go seek? And now when you were it, you wanted to find out who and where people were hiding. I mean, that is what seeking is. I mean, it means like earnestly, like put it, put everything that you got into finding God and learning about him more, spending time with him reading the Bible, listening to messages like this, sharing your life and your story with other people. Hebrews 11 says this, God rewards those who earnestly seek him. That's why we got to do it. We want the reward of God. We want the blessings of God in our life. Then seek him. It's so easy. Desire to spend time with him. Plug into a local church. The third thing is serve God. I didn't say volunteer I didn't say go on a Habitat for Humanity thing or even if you're part of our church or if you live here in Miami, go on one of these homeless outreach things that we do at Love Unlimited. Um, No, it's more than that. It's not about volunteering. It means like actually I'm doing this to serve God. When you serve someone, it takes a little bit of sacrifice. And you know that, hey, it doesn't fit into my schedule, but I'm going to make time. I'm going to carve. I'm going to say no to something. And say yes to God. See, when we serve God, we're painting a picture. And people are looking at that picture. And people are saying, hey, you know what? There's something different about them. I want to be like them. The other day, someone asked my boys, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they said, I want to be a pastor. And I don't know if they're going to be a pastor when they grow up. But they're looking at their father painting this picture. A father that that preaches. A father that goes and helps the hurting and loves people. And goes and visits people at the hospital. That counsels people. That's on the phone talking to people about God. That actually spends time with his children. And shares the word of God with them. And prays with them. And makes sure that God is number one in their life. So as little boys, 
They look up to me and they say, when I grow up, I want to be like my dad. And I hope that, man, it'd be, nothing would make me prouder than for them to follow in my footsteps. But I know that they're going to be men of God because I'm trying as best as I can to serve God and paint a picture that honors God. John 12 says this, My Father will honor the ones who serve me. You want God to bless you. You want God to honor you. You want the blessings to come back. Serve Him. Today, you need to choose what type of life you're going to live. Am I going to choose a life that honors God, that serves God, that is not proud, that puts God first? I'm going to humble myself. And I'm not going to give God my scraps anymore. I mean, think about that. Think about, you know, it's Christmas and you're opening up your gifts and you open it and there's junk in the box. You'll be upset at that person. You'd wonder, is this a joke? And that's what we do with God. And hey, I've been guilty of it. I'm not trying to tell you that you're horrible. We're all messed up. But today, you and I should choose to, you know what? I'm going to honor God. I'm going to put him first. I'm not going to give God my scraps anymore. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word doesn't return void. And I pray for every single person that's listening or watching this message. Father, forgive us. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of giving you our scraps, of saying we don't have time, saying that we're tired. We want to put you first in our life. We want your blessings to return. We want to live an abundant life full of blessing. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there's just a couple things I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe. That way the most recent episode will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, if this podcast has ministered to you and you would like to help us continue reaching people that need to be inspired by the Word of God, please consider making a donation at GodLovesMiami.com. That's GodLovesMiami.com. And we'll see you next time on the God Loves Miami podcast.